are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. Happy Friday, everyone. And you know what? If it's Friday and you're just trying to get through the day and you're listening to the show right now in the morning, well, you know what? You're obviously, you've made really good decisions. And on top of that, you probably need a built Bar. A lot of people go with coffee. I'm not a coffee guy. You know what I am? I'm a built Bar guy. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? How many times in your life have you had coffee? Uh, once. I didn't like it. Zero for me. Zero? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't blame you, man. BetOnline.ag would have had the over on us, and they, that would have been a sucker oh, bet. Oh, that would have been a sucker bet. But uh-huh. you know what? Mike Luke and John Schuster are different people. Yeah, and that's are. where BetOnline.ag does come into play, because at BetOnline.ag, you have an ability to be able to look for all of the bets that you might not even want to look at. Like, for instance, Mike Luke, John Schuster. Have they had more built bars or more coffee? Mm-hmm. More cups of coffee. You get to pick. You get to pick that teaser, and and let me help you out on that one. If you actually see that on betonline.ag, that's going to be impressive. Pick built bar mm-hmm. because we've had more built bars than we have had and you cups know, the, of coffee. And, and the thing about it too is that the reason is when you have a built bar and you break down on the side of the road, mm-hmm. maybe the best thing that you can have is RockAuto.com because if you have those three necessities in your life, right. if you have built bar, mm-hmm. RockAuto.com, and betonline.ag. What more do you really need other than water? I attend. That's right. Other than water, and we don't have a water sponsor. Yeah, just we yet. don't. Yeah, but we will. <laughs> we, we will at one yes, point. At that time. point, you're yeah. self-sufficient. <laughs> you really America. are. You know, I, I a couple a couple weekends ago, I went to some Eagle Scout award event thing, and it sounds Is this like for our if, friend Nate Rady? It's not. Really? Uh, it okay. sounds like if you had betonline.ag, if you had rockauto.com, if you had Built Bar, it would be like your version of being an Eagle Scout and being prepared. Wow, that's the kind of preparation. That we bring to the equation, and somehow we've filled two minutes with reads. And you know well what? Done, the Mike reads Luke. are also done now. So now let's get to the business. Now let's talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about ASU basketball vis-a-vis U of A football. Okay. Which I think you could argue are actually similar. Yeah. Okay. Sure. ASU basketball. ASU's but... never been to the Final Four. Arizona's never been to a Rose Bowl. Correct. Now let's start with. Uh, well, let's start with the U of A. Why hasn't the U of A been better? Is it just as simple as just bad coaching? No. Why has this been? Because, again, you don't have a lot of geographical advantages. And that's, we get that. But and I that, get that. I okay. get that. Okay, okay. But you have better geographical advantages than Washington State. Right. Than Oregon State. Okay. Then. All right. Go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah. L- l- let me ask you the, mm-hmm. this, though. Have Oregon State and Washington State really been significantly better in Arizona's football program? In the last, historically? Yeah, well, however, however you want to delineate you know, that. I Do you want to delineate yeah. that over the oh. over a twenty year period or over a forty or or well, Purdue have both been in this conference? However you want, because I think they're different answers. I think up until Tommy, Arizona was better than well, obviously better than Oregon State. Oregon State was a disaster. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think even with Mike Price's spikes and brutal lows, I think Arizona was better than Washington State. Really. Yeah, I think so. You would take so you would take it basically. You would take Dick Tomey's success over Mike Price's success. I think it's a it's a that's a that, that in and of itself is a really interesting All argument. Right, well, here's what because you, because Mike Price had some horrendous years at Washington correct. State, but higher highs. 
Correct, but when you have three top ten finishes, mm-hmm. when you got multiple Rose Bowls at yeah, no, I hear you. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like this was, basically encapsulates everything. You've got a ten and two season where you uh, you finish ninth. Then the next four year, three years, you go three and eight, three and nine, four and seven. Then you go ten and two and ten and three. Right. So which would you rather be? I mean, Washington State in that window is what eighty two and seventy eight. 82 and 78. And upside down in conference games. Right. Whereas neither of those were the case with Tommy. Tommy had better records. True. So, I can see I think both sides. I think we're both taking this because of the multiple rows. I can see. All right. I can see both sides of that argument. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it would be curious to get a read from Arizona fans on whether in that era they would prefer to be Arizona where you go through a lot of down years or... One thing Washington also, State, where your highs were really impressive. Well, Washington State, you also got to remember when Bill Doba took over. They also, the first year after Mike Price, they had another top 10 finish. You got four top 10 finishes. That's that's kind of... You got to ask that sometime. I'm kind of curious what some Wildcat fans may think of that. I, because I'm not necessarily... I'm going to let you ask. I'm not necessarily sure how they would come in, but I think that would be an interesting... Uh, Oregon, that, Oregon. That'd be an interesting interpretation. Think, Oregon State was, you, you know, for, what, 25 years, Oregon State had multiple one-win or zero-win seasons. They were dreadful. Right. They were one of the four worst teams in in, in Division One football. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then Mike Riley came in there, and, and they got good. But how good did they really get? Right. You know, so, so... Well, I was, would also argue. Was Oregon State and Washington State really precipitously better than Arizona? Yeah. Eh, I don't know. So so your ge- your geography argument is an interesting one, and I get it from a Corvallis, and a, totally get it from a Corvallis and Pullman standpoint. Mm-hmm. But they weren't, you know, they, 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 some of the highs and some, some of the lows were, you know, about the same. Even under Dennis Erickson, where they were in 11-1, they didn't go to the Rose Bowl. You know, they they, they, sure. they they didn't win the conference. Man, Washington really, won the league. That would really piss me off. I'm, well, Arizona. Arizona did the same feeling, thing. Basically yeah. a year previously. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So that's a, you know, it's, I still think they've had better success. Here, here's the problem with Arizona that I just cannot still, I cannot get past. When you have one season in the last 21 where you've been ranked, I mean, even Oregon State's had like six. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, mm-hmm. that's it's frustrating. Brutal. Yeah, it's frustrating. I would I would venture a guess. How many Power Five programs do you think have, in the last twenty plus years, finished the season with one or fewer top twenty five finishes? Man, it's a tough question because you. I it, bet it you used can count be, that on one hand. Yeah, I bet you're right because it used to be Northwestern. Well, Northwestern's now been good. Northwestern, oh yeah, for sure. You know, it used to be Oregon State. Well, Oregon State, mm-hmm. as you've noted, has a 20-year track record with mm-hmm. six ranked uh, mm-hmm. conclusions. It used to be Washington State, who under Mike Price, you noted, and Mike Leach, you noted, you know, has had success. It used to be Kansas State, but obviously oh, Snyder yeah. was successful there. It, you, there's, it used to be Kentucky, and I think even Kentucky oh, has no, had... Oh, no, much better under you know, Mark Vandy. Stoops. Vandy's, Vandy's probably one that is in that conversation. Vandy. But the numbers are, your point is well taken. The numbers aren't very, the, the number of teams that fall under that category isn't large. Do you, think can, do you think Kansas has a year where they were ranked in the top 25 to end the season? I think probably. But, uh, right, fill time. yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> that sounds good. I think there's a possibility that, I mean, they were, they were, you know, they're a bad football program, but I think it's probable. I think it's probable that that oh, happened at they some did. point. They, oh, they finished seventh in 2007. I do not remember that. Neither do I. Uh, but never, never That's one. They, they've, they've had one. Okay. You know, so, 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 so there are teams out there. And a lot of them happen to be Vandy is the exception, but a lot of them 
happen to be, you know, the basketball schools. Mm-hmm. Kentucky's not good in football. Kansas isn't good in football. Duke generally isn't good in football. Carolina's not good in football. And Arizona's not good in football. And in a weird way, I think that kind of works against Arizona as a basketball school. If you're a football player, maybe you don't want to se- play second fiddle to that, That's in good. addition to some of the geography stuff. I think, like you, I think you're right. Arizona should be better than it is. But even Vanderbilt has multiple top 25 finishes. That sounds ridiculous to me, but okay. James Franklin, the Penn State yeah, coach. There's, right. there's a reason he's at Penn State now True. as opposed to Vanderbilt yeah. for probably multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Right. So, But you've got a one – that's a one-coach school. Oh, so yeah. For better for or for, oh, for sure. For better or for, for worse, sure. that's a one-coach school. But but the number isn't a lot. Right. And, and your point is absolutely well t- – and I get the frustration. Mm-hmm. And I get the frustration from Wildcat fans. And Jed Fish is taking over a very difficult job where he's doing all of the right things, but he's got a lot of challenges ahead of him. Mm-hmm. He's maybe fortunate to try to take advantage of Teddy Bruschi and more notably probably take advantage of Rob Gronkowski mm-hmm. uh, because Gronk is a, is a transcendent name mm-hmm. that if he's willing to pimp the University of Arizona, the university. Then, then, then there are some Coming players. from the guy that gets angry with me when I say deaf in an email <laughs> this or a, in a text... <laughs> This guy just said pimp the university. Yeah, but the difference is that, that pimp is a word. Deaf is a shortened version of well, a word. Well, pimp is not the term that uh, I don't I don't. You think, don't think Arizona likes that term? Well, no, I don't think that that's probably applicable in the Merriam-Webster dictionary as to what the actual word pimp means. I want you to well, I want you to look that up at some point, maybe after the break, or okay. maybe in a podcast in the future. All right, we can do that. You feel so? So anyway, you know, what do you think uh, from a uh, uh, recruiting standpoint, why hasn't Arizona, in your mind, been as successful as you think they should be? Maybe that's something to talk you know about. What I think it, you know what I think it is? And let's talk about that on the other side. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. You know what I think a lot of it comes down to? And Anthony Gimino says this a lot. He says it's about the coach. Now, you look at it. John Makovic, Kevin Sumlin, never had a chance. Mike Stoops, I thought, did a fairly decent job. But you know what the... I just don't know that Mike Stoops, Mike Stoops was never able to really build on what he got. He got him to eight wins by the third year, and if you don't get there by the fourth year, I think his limitations as far as coaching probably came into play there. Whereas I think a guy like Rich Rodriguez had no limitations in coaching, but like we talked about, just didn't bring in good players. You I, almost I, wish I, I, that Rodriguez was the head coach and Stoops was the defensive coordinator. Yes, don't you? yes, So exactly. that Stoops could have gone out and recruited, and, and, recruit and you couldn't have sure. seen his ridiculous tantrums mm-hmm. on the sideline that became a focal point of Arizona at first from a laughing standpoint and then in terms of negativity. Mm-hmm. You know, they when Arizona wasn't winning games, that nonsense worked against him. Right. Uh, so that would that that might have been a good combination, but you know, in the end, you've uh, Fish has done a better job right now of being invested in the city and invested in the program. I think Stoops was very invested in the program too. It was his mm-hmm. first job. Um, and not that Rodriguez wasn't, but it felt a little bit different. They both had bell curve spikes, mm-hmm. and, and then they dropped off because they couldn't maintain it. For Stoops, I think a lot of that was a scheduling disaster that completely worked against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in Rodriguez, it just it he didn't recruit very well. Right. Uh, so those two things became, you know, there, there was the 10-game sequence where, with Stoops where they played what? 
number two LSU yeah. and number four Oregon and Stanford and, was in the top and five Oklahoma and Purdue State was ranked was always in there, Oklahoma right. State was in and and I think even or you know they they rattled through like ten games in a row where the schedule was just absurd. Mm. Some of that was poor scheduling. Some of that was just bad luck. Right. And then what happened? I think after they got beat down and beat down and beat down and beat down and beat down again, Stoops finally just lost the team and they got rolled at Oregon State and it was over. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Rodriguez, it, it it was just a matter of not ultimately not being able to maintain the talent right. to be good enough to be as competitive as they needed to be, and then you know some behind the scenes stuff that ultimately un, unraveled there as well that I think was problematic for the university itself right. in addition to problematic for uh, Rodriguez's ability to ultimately recruit. Now now let's switch over. Why hasn't ASU basketball been good? Because ASU, same same thing we talked about in the in the earlier podcast here. I think yesterday's podcast we talked about ASU football in a big city trying to strive to be the number five story in town or right. the number six entertainment story mm-hmm. in town. Where the hell does ASU basketball? Right? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, they're 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 never on the map. Right. And and that and that hurts them. And having James Harden has not helped them enough they haven't been able to build upon a transcendent basketball James player. Harden was their Rob Gronkowski opportunity yes they weren't able and to they haven't been and, and they haven't been able to tap into Harden to be able to build upon that to get more people at ASU because let's be honest and I, I think you've maybe talked about this before if you wanted to name the best college player from an NBA career standpoint in the state of Arizona didn't that guy go to ASU Without question. Right. Without question. Not even close. It's not even close. Right. It's not even, it, it, that's not even up for debate. Correct. You know, so so how ASU, the only thing ASU can really hang its hat on from a basketball standpoint is we had James Harden for a year. Right. He's one of the, I don't know, you know the NBA better than I do. He's top one. Top five players, top ten players, James everybody Harden knows who he is. James Harden will retire as a top 25 basketball player of all time. There you go. There you go. Um, and so if you were that school who had him for a year, you'd think you you'd try your best. You would pimp that. <laughs> you would pimp that. Yes. Yes. Death, death. I think, but I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I also think it goes back to a little bit to like what our guy Jimino says, and I know there's some people out there that don't think that that Jimino knows what he's talking about. They call him names, but you hmm. know what? That's not us. No, it's not. That's not us because no, we, we hold, call him nice names we call, because we, hold we appreciate in, in high regard. We hold Anthony Jimino in very, very regal high esteem. Regard. If you regal will. esteem, uh-huh. I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay, but. Oh, ASU, ASU, ASU. We got sidetracked. He's so blinding. Right. If you get too close to Anthony Jamino and his knowledge, right. it's just so blinding that you lose track I think, of what yeah, you're I talking know, this about. This might sound, yeah, that's a very good way of putting it. I'm sure Anthony would be very appreciative. Uh, but uh, here's the other thing, though, that I think you look at it. Where has ASU had that guy that was a great coach? Because. I think it's almost reflective of the talent or the talent in the coaching. I think Bill Frieder was a little bit above average head coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? I think they had a little bit above average success right there. Totally agree. I think Bob Evans sucked. Was dreadful. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who took over after Bob Evans? Herb, Herb Sendick is the epitome of average. That's right. And you know what? ASU was, was average. Mm-hmm. Bobby Hurley is schizophrenic. Yeah. He's got some good qualities. He's got some bad qualities. When you look at ASU basketball, you think schizophrenic, some good qualities, some bad qualities. Boom. I just nailed it for you right there. Well done. I'll put it to you like this. And you and I... Um, because honestly, to, to, to a large degree, ASU has cultivated a pretty good student fan base you know, out there. You know who would have won at ASU? Sean Miller. 
Yes. Sean yeah, Miller would have won right. at ASU. No, I don't think that he would have won to the extent that he that won he did at Arizona, Arizona, but I think they would have consistently been in the top 25. Yeah, I think that's fair. And, and, and oddly enough, as someone who is glad that Arizona has moved on from Sean Miller, mm-hmm. I think Miller is going to be a successful coach starting next year at a place very reminiscent of ASU. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that athletic department is going to say, holy crap, we got to steal. We because they're be, be, because he's going to turn them into a good basketball program. And you know what? You kind of wonder, uh, kind of hope, you know, may, maybe this is the guy that, uh, maybe maybe this is the guy that, you know, maybe he has a second act and he's learned some things. Yeah, we'll maybe. It, we'll leave it at that. Um, and, but back to Hurley. Hurley's a good hire. For sure. You know, from a name they're, standpoint, they're from in a the decent recruiting pretty much standpoint. Every year. Yeah. yeah, they're right on that fringe. They've got an opportunity maybe to make some steps. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure he's a particularly good coach. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm, I'm not sure he has necessarily what it... I, I wonder if to some degree he struggles making connections with the coaching thing that his dad was able to do. And, and, and understanding how to communicate and bring that across. He's, he's good at opening things up, but sometimes... Like you said, they're 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 a schizophrenic basketball team, mm-hmm. and so occasionally they look pretty good and can blow you off the floor. And the next four games, you're going to wonder why they lost to a directional school. Right. And he needs to be able to take that next step. But I thought he was a good. I think he's a good. He's definitely a good name hire, mm-hmm. and he gave ASU basketball some pl- publicity. Now he has to step it up, or ASU's in danger of maybe losing him to somebody else. And I know there was a lot of discussion in the off season that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised it didn't. Right. For John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcats.